Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Keenan and Emily Show. It's the Keenan and Emily Show. It's the Keenan and Emily Show. It's the show that you need to go to. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Keenan and Emily Show with myself, Miss Emily Rochford. And himself. With me, Mr. Keen Toomey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We're on episode... Da, 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 da. What episode are we on, Keen? Eight. Yeah. <laughs> and we were having a laugh there just before we started recording because we were thinking if we actually got to episode 1,000 of the podcast, with one episode a week, yeah. we'd be 45 years old. 45. So, can't wait for episode 1,000. <laughs> we'll have kids and everything by that stage. Oh my God, yeah. Jeez, yeah. we want to bump this up. Mom and dad are podcasters, kids. Podcast parents. Um... What am I going to look like when I'm older? Mm. This is a risk, babe. Well, like you know? you're going grey already. So, no, yeah, it's not no. a bad thing. Oh, no. He rolled his eyes up to heaven there, lads. It's not a bad thing going grey. People grey, call me salt fox. and pepper. It's lovely. They call me salt and pepper. And everyone's like, you should rock it. But everyone that's telling me to rock it are people that are in their 50s. <laughs> I'm like, that's because they know you have no choice but to accept. So, Keen, just guys, accept. I'm not a part of your circle yet. You know what I mean? I'm still a youngster. Youngster, 26 years of age and half his hair is grey. <laughs> I know, it's genetic. In fairness though, a lot of other people at your age are nearly bald. It's stress. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd actually, yeah, I don't want to be You know bald. a lot of people with receding hairlines at your I should age. Be, yeah, I, I actually have a fantastic hairline. I <laughs> yeah, should be more you grateful. have a full head of hair And there. if I do go bald, I can just shave my eyebrows off and just give my eyebrows onto my head. That'll cover like half the surface of my head. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm older though, I really hope I don't look like a garden gnome granddad or something. Because no. I am 5'7", five, 5'6". Five, I think you look pretty cool as a, like a little granddad. Oh yeah, because I have, I have t- tattoos. With your little vans. My Wear little vans tattoos. and do you think we'll be wearing the same clothes? I like, reckon when I'm actually 80, I'm going to be wearing like sick ass chinos with like short sleeve shirts. <laughs> yeah, I get And you. a boss yeah, belt. Like I'll be you. fucking rocking it. I'm just going to wear pink every day. Welcome back. Episode 1250 <laughs> of, of the Keen Show. Sadly, Sorry. Emily passed away in oh 2032. <laughs> oh, oh touch God. wood, God, touch wood, touch wood. Because oh that's God. only 12 years away, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, hello. Oh, You've no hope for me. Oh, we'll have a little army of grandchildren running around the place. Oh. And we'll tell them that, like, back in the day we met in Tinder, making vi- Actually, do you know what? That reminds me. I received a DM this week, mm-hmm. Emily. It, this is just not new news to Emily. Um, guys, a bit of a, a, bit, a, bit of a moment of silence here to congratulate the 17th child named after me. There's actually 17, 17 fucking children. separate children. Well, 17 Call. that I know of. Yeah, that you know of, yeah. So I received a message. Um, I didn't screenshot the message. I should have. Yeah, you um, definitely should have. I know. But uh, the lady is from Nebraska, would you believe? Nebraska. Yeah. Go on, the lads. What happens if we go to Nebraska? Are we going to be the fucking Lord Mayors or something? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. What, Nebraska- what would you call Nebraskians? Anyway, oh. Kean, um, he was welcome to the world uh, last week. Go on, our Kean. Uh, cute little baby, of course. The 17th Kean. 17th Kean. He's, he's going to be a cool child. 
I, I always run this through with them though I'm like because you know if I want someone to name their child after me I, I hope that they at least use the same pronunciation because uh, yes. I don't want of to course, be like of course because if it's in a different part of the world like we're down in the middle of Ireland because in Ireland like, it's Cian yeah and like in America people will say Cian like naturally Cian. they love for Cian or Cane or Cyan so Cyan, like, yeah, I hope they don't think it's Cyan and they're like, oh my God, what a beautiful name. I'm going to name him Cyan. And then so I always the ask them, I always say, <laughs> how do you pronounce it? And they go, Kian. Oh, well, I'm so like, they got it. I'm like, that's fine. So Kian. it's genuinely an honor. Like, actually, like, you know, when I started making videos, the last thing, the absolute last thing that I thought is that yeah. people would start naming their kids <laughs> after me. Like, I don't even have a tattoo. No one has me tattooed on them yet. No. But they have children named after me. Yeah. Which is cool. That's so sweet. I'm really happy. See, your name's Emily. You've no, got a popular Emily's, name. Yeah, Emily's quite a popular name anyways. But like back in the day in 95 when my mom like birthed me. <laughs> birthed you? <laughs> birthed me. Um, she she thought that Emily was like an original name. And she, oh my God, my mom was going to call me Lorna. I'm actually so grateful Imagine if my name was, imagine the Keen and Lorna show. Keen and Lorna. <laughs> no, it doesn't even have the ring to it. Lorna. What? Yeah. That doesn't work. No, I nah, don't think so. Three it syllable has, name. It's Emily. Yeah, it's Emily. Emily. Um, there probably are Keen and Emily's name. You know, like children might have a Keen and their younger sister Emily. Do you remember that time though when we were at the bus stop and then we looked and there was Keen and Emily? We already talked about this, remember? Did we? Yeah, Nutella. Oh. I'd say we talked about that in episode three, I think. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. That's me, Jeez, my bad. You're memory. holding that grudge. I am. <laughs> Nutella, pay us. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Keen's. We moved in, we moved into our house last year and, you know, we're getting to know the neighbours and lads, I don't know what's going on because they're all named Keen as well. Yeah, there's three <laughs> Keens, is there? Or four Keens. So there's Keen across the road there's Keen and two doors up the road there's Keen and the children in there is Keen, Keen and Caden. Oh my God. So, um, two doors up Keen. Uh, we were talking, I just, I got out of my car and I was getting my shopping out of the boot and my, <laughs> my neighbour Keen like ran over to me. He's like, hey, hey, man. You saying bolted down the road. <laughs> you saying bolted down the road. He's like, hey, man. I was like, oh, shit. Hey, Keen. What's up? Oh, hi. Hey, what's up? How are you? I was like, why are you, why are you so flustered? <laughs> and he's like, I'm actually building a giant pizza oven out the back garden. I was like, are you serious? I was like, that's pretty fucking. That's epic. That's epic, Keen. Like, that's more impressive than a swimming pool. But anyway, in a joking manner, I said, can I be a pizza tester? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> laughing it off. The next day, babe, sure didn't. Didn't we get a letter in the post with his number? It was just a little piece of paper. It was like, if you want some pizza, Sunday. And then he left his WhatsApp number. So then I text him. It was so elaborate. It was like a drug deal. It was elaborate. And like... How do you know what a drug deal is? I text him. Like? I, was like, hey. I was like, hey, it's Keen here in number, in, in number our house. And uh, <laughs> he sent me on a menu of oh my God, like four different him. options. So Emily went for the vegetarian, which he called the boring pizza. Yeah, he texted Keenan and was like, the boring pizza's in the oven. The now. boring pizza's in the oven. And I Save thought it was the so animals, funny. Lads. <laughs> <laughs> Save the animals. Yeah, Keen, you murderer. Uh, um, I went for the murderer pizza, which yeah. was called the Barca, <laughs> which was chorizo. It was the best pizza I have ever got was, in my life. All I needed was a bit of garlic dip and it would have been ten times better for Yeah, me. but if you went for the vegetarian one that was on the menu, you would have gotten coleslaw served with your pizza. Ooh. It was incredible. <laughs> Kian. It's like there's an actual pizzeria down the road. Yeah, like, yeah. Pizza, like two like, doors down. Like, Kian, if you're listening, I hope you are. And if you're not, I'm going to say it to you anyway. Just, you know... 
you're amazing. A legend. You are amazing. Does anyone else have any cool neighbors like that do really cool stuff? I've seen on Instagram or on Twitter, um, a girl, a few girls like had a little party. They all got together, but of course you're not allowed to with Corona. So they all sat across from each other and set up their little deck chairs like from outside their doors, and they were all just like having really wine and that. drinking and I know, having a few I know. bites. Keen and Kate across the road are definitely up for that. Like amazing. Um, my or my best friend Schaefer Schaefer Bates. He's from Cardiff, and you know people right now are clapping for the NHS. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor comes out every single day at eight pm as Freddie Mercury dressed. Stop. Do you not do you not watch his stories? No, I didn't see that. Oh, he mightn't have you as close friends. Uh, I am he, his close friend. Oh, I just didn't see. Oh, you just don't watch him. He, <laughs> he yeah he comes up he comes out in his pink dress and he does the. I want to break free, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every fucking Oh evening. my God, 10 out of 10. That's sick. That's amazing. He needs a clap for himself every few minutes. I know. <laughs> I'm actually due a pizza delivery right now. I actually must text Key in there now and see, can I get another pizza off of him? I'll be back because okay. I'm going to order it. That's, do you want one? No, I have too much pizza in my belly. Yeah, I know, my belly's doing I'm weird rumbles, but it's worth it. I'll be back in a minute, all right? Bye. Hi, Keen. who are you? It's Keen here. You're looking a woman on the pizza off here, yeah? Yeah? Kid! He's not here. Fuck. Did he just go over to the other game to get pizza? Yeah, he's going to get Oh, he didn't even pizza. fucking talk to me about <laughs> it. He didn't even take my order. It doesn't matter. Oh, I would have loved something you there now. whatever he He's a pig. Anyway. Oh, you know what happens when you hear this music? <laughs> what? It's the Emily and Emily segment. It's not really music, though. You're just singing. So? I thought, that we, I thought it was captivating. No, definitely right, not. Right, right. The Emily and Emily part. Let's go. <laughs> How are you, darling? I'm all right. I'm a bit hairy at the moment. Hairy. Do you have a full wax, a full body wax? Ah, uh, girl, come you on. Just get me. a razor instead. I'll get a razor. I'd break the fucking razor. <laughs> oh, my God. You should see Is how... like s- the Amazon forest. Oh, my God. I don't know what it's like. Dense. It's, it's dense. It's like the Amazon rain jungle. There's insects in my leg hair, I'm sure, at this stage. I know it's rotten. You know what? I actually never in my life got um, a wax, ever. Oh, I love it. It's pain. Is it supposed to be painful, Emily? It is painful, yeah, but it's like a... And that's why you love it. It's like a sexy painful. What? Because you feel sexy afterwards? It's like, like like, rip that hair out of my my bloobies, you know? Do you get breast hair? Breast hair? Yeah. No, I never got breast hair. I have like little moustaches underneath my breast, no? No, that means... it's just you. Is that just me? Or maybe. There could be people out there. I don't know. Maybe you could ask some people. Anyone else like... have breast hair? Let me know. Uh, Cynthia. Because then whenever I take off my bra, Cynthia in the, in the salon, she fucking like, she knew she has to go out and make a cup of tea for herself first. What? I'm like, why? What's wrong? And she comes back all flustered. She looks overwhelmed. And it's maybe because there's a lot of hair for her. She's not used to it. It is a lot of hair. She does. She has, she has to close the salon for the day for me. Mm-hmm. It's like eight sessions in one. Oh. I'm raging here as well at home because you know I'm hairy as ever mm-hmm. obviously because the stupid salon is closed and yes. they open up the fucking salon and then you won't believe what happened to me what happened now so you know last week we did the agony on piece and we yeah. were giving advice well now I need advice <laughs> what do you need advice on oh Jesus you know what? who messaged me Quinton Quinton yeah your ex my ex of your the last ex-boyfriend. four yeah my ex-boyfriend last four years he's only looking for fucking clout I know he is what, you think he's messaging you because he wants, like... Yeah, he wants followers. Oh. Because he wasn't messaging you because, you know, what happened to him? Why? 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 Oh, God, I'll give you a bit of no get very flustered here, okay? Because I'm getting tragic. Calm down, deep breaths, darling. <sighs> Do you, like, you know, when you people's when he... waters are about to break that deep... Yeah, the contraption breath. Yeah, that one. <sighs> Do you remember when he fucked your one Jennifer? 
Oh, yeah. So he fucked Jennifer, right? Obviously, you know, he'd call that cheating. Mm-hmm. He suddenly wants to get back at me four years later. He's oh. like, oh, Emily, I made a massive mistake. I wish that I could get back with you. Oh, my willy is pounding for you. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. First Too of all, yeah, first of all, sexual harassment. Don't ever say that to me again. That's unsolicited. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> and two, um, I actually realised how much value I have. Exactly. Quinton, you little fucking cow licking fringe posh boy looking rugby <laughs> player freak. <laughs> you know what you need to do now, Emily's Quinton? Angry, I'm getting livid because, you know, it's Quinton, just. Quinton, why just, would you even slide into her DMs? Like, you broke her heart. You broke like, my heart it's and time my hymen. To go. Oh, wow. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyway, you broke her heart and it's not good enough, darling. So go break someone else's heart. And you have someone that you have someone else's heart to break and it certainly ain't going to be mine because I'm with Kia now and even if I'm just a figment of his imagination and maybe... It's still the, better than you, Quinton. Yeah, maybe I'm a product of, of, of what you did to me, you You're prick. product of the environment. So Quinton, you can go off there now and get yourself some lovely lady who plays badminton and water polo on the weekends and eats nothing but kale. Kale. You can enjoy that now, you miserable prick. So you're not gonna talk to him? Did you? No, I didn't reply to him at all. Sure, I blocked him straight away. He's Did only, he's only, yes. it's only because I'm verified. I it's because so I have, you it's because I have the blue tick. Is it? Yeah. And you know what I did? I left him with the double blue ticks. Ooh, red. Scene. 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 Um, he's only onto me because he sees how unreal I am, though, because I'm making friends with a load of celebs. You are making friends with celebrities. Yeah. What celebrities do you know, girl? Um. Oh, well, one that I can show off about, I suppose. Paris Jackson. Do you know who that is? Paris Jackson, as in Michael Jackson's daughter. Yeah, Michal. Michal Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think King of, of Pop. a good song from Michael. Billie Jean is oh, yeah, not my lover. Oh, wow. She's just a girl <laughs> who thinks that I am the one. But the kid is not my son. But the kid is called after Keaton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Paris. She um, do you know when we were we were we, we were down in um down in your house actually in Waterford, Waterford, Port Larraga. And um, you you got up early and uh, Keen was in bed with me, mm-hmm. and um, we we woke up because uh, Keen got a notification. I was like, what the fuck is that? What's on your phone? Who's messaging you? And Why it was being a paranoid freak. Yeah, of course I was because I was like, who's messaging my boyfriend at eleven a.m. on a Sunday morning? You know, they have no business being doing that. Mm-hmm. But you know why they message at 11am on a Sunday morning? Why? Because in their time zone, it was 1am on a Saturday night. Oh. Who was it? Paris Jackson. Already said that. Slid in the DMs. She slid into Keane's DMs. I wouldn't say it like that, Emily. No. She has a boyfriend, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. But she messaged and said that you're an absolute legend and that the Emily, me, is one of the best characters that she's ever seen in her life. Oh, that is so, so nice. Yeah, it's not nice, it's epic. Yeah, it is, in fairness. That is like next level. Like. A legend, a legend stands legends. <laughs> legends recognise legends. So Paris is a legend. Yeah, it's like, so I got Michael Jackson's daughter. I've got Steven Spielberg's daughter. Oh, you, uh, you met Kevin Hart. I didn't, he's not a fan of me though, I don't think. Oh yeah, I suppose. I'm just trying to see who's... Da- I wonder does... Um, oh, Trixie Mattel. No, but no, I want to know whose daughters are a fan of me. Oh. Like, is is uh, Eddie Murphy's kids a fan of me? Like, I don't know. What about Donald Trump's? What about little Baron? Well, we don't want them. Does Baron <laughs> like a bit of a... Yeah, I know, but imagine Baron watching Emily's. We don't want their videos. support. Ha, huh, I find this video funny. <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, Paris Jackson, we were talking for ages. And then I was like, Keen, give me the phone. And then I started talking. I was like, hi, Paris, how are you? If there's any time that you want to come uh, come down to the studio and record a video with us, you totally can. No and then she, was like, then she was like, it's not my scene. Oh. And sure, sure. But that's um, okay. I would say, I, I'm not going to say we're still friends. Because you are, you definitely haven't spoken. Yeah, we don't. Um, yeah, she's busy, I suppose. Because, yeah. you know, I'm here living in Cork and she lives in Los Angeles where Michael Jackson recorded all the stuff. It's his old studio that's converted into a gaff. Ooh, very nice. And she's worth 100 million. Is she? And I'm barely worth 100 euro. <laughs> so I can see the difference. I know that we're all the same, but deep down we're actually not. No, deep down we're really not. Deep down, you can't lie. Would you, know? you like to get buried in a Versace or a Gucci <laughs> what are they coffin? Called? Coffins, yeah. That came out of nowhere, really, did it? You wanted to find a coffin. It, like, if you have money, like, surely someone you could get. Like, imagine someone gets a whole coffin designed of what you wanted it to be. I think they do that. But then it's like kind of sad and I'd probably weird because um, it's like imagine right you could get a box that's a box of a coffin that's worth like a hundred and then you could get one that's worth a hundred thousand but guess what lads it's still going down in under that ground and it's not going to be seen again. Yeah. I want so a Powerpuff like, Girl one. <gasps> Ooh that's a good one. I like that. Pink. Rainbows. I like that. Like a glass lid. You know like Snow White. Maybe, since we're talking about um, coffins we could you know Talk about some serial killers. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Can I stay for just the first bit? Oh, Please. I suppose. Okay, okay. Um, no, let me do the intro. Let me do the intro. You want to do my yeah, intro? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what happens when you hear this noise, right? Ah! It's the serial killer sessions with Emily. Ooh, spooky. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You know what happens when you hear this sound? Ah! Serial killer sessions with Emily. Ooh. Here we are, here we are, here we are. 
Welcome to my serial killer sessions. If you're a full-time listener of the show, you'll already know that each week I bring um, Key in a new crime story. Yep, she does. From all around the world. Weirdos from all around the world. And it's not just on the show that I hear these stories. It's all the time. (laughs) That's because we're constantly just watching and listening and learning new things about But then we're in bed and you're watching TikTok serial killers. It's amazing. And it's like... So many... Like, TikTok's full of amazing serial killer things. I fucking love TikTok. So this week we found a story that comes from England. England, you're right, mate. Only over the water. Only out of the water, bro. (laughs) Where my mammy's from. Um, It is a bit crazy. um, And the killer, would you believe, right, was an actual GP, a doctor. A general practitioner. A doctor. We're just going to dive right into this. Dive into it. Get on. My armbands are on. I'm about to dive in. (laughs) Trey songs. Armbands (laughs) are inflated, babe. Harold Shipman apparently killed hundreds of people while he was hundreds? being a doctor. Yeah. In Not England? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that, this is why I was, when I saw this story first, I was like, what the hell? Like, in England, so close to us, number one. Never heard of anything like this happening ever. How ironic is close it? Close to us, anyway. It's so ironic that, like, a doctor is, is, is to save people and <laughs> ends up killing hundreds of them. It's so scary. What so a scary! You give your you give your life like you're putting your life in the doctor's hands, thinking that they went to medical school and know their shit, and it's like, oh, bitch, you have another thing coming. So, growing up, he had a normal enough childhood. He was born in Leeds in 1946. So Leeds in England, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, his mother died when he was seventeen, and that had a really bad effect on his mental health, which yeah, would like, do yeah, for a lot yeah. of people. My dad died when he was fifteen, though, and yeah. I'm not a fucking serial killer yet, though. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. He went to college to study medicine, and then he went on to work as the local GP. Yeah, right. Great. So isn't that just fab? Mm-hmm. He first started his crime spree in 1975 when people noticed he was prescribing large amounts of a morphine-like drug to patients. Just Morphine's handing, a massive, but like that is not just out morphine it's a people. big ass painkiller. Like. like the patients were questioned, but none of them ever admitted to receiving it. Shipman was questioned by colleagues, but he said he had an opiate addiction, and they said that if he wanted to keep his job, he'd have to go to rehab. Which is that is that's so like, scary. That's like um, I'm sure there's so many people in the world like that struggle with. It's like owning McDonald's like, and being addicted to burgers. Yeah. Such the wrong place to be. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have a whole cabinet of things of that I'm that can, addicted to. Yeah. Wow. But then he was charged with the forgery of prescriptions. Oh. So what do you think he did after that? I, uh, uh, he, he disappeared. He disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared. So that's the that's the stupidest thing to do. It's like, yeah, like guilty as charged. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. You're you're just setting yourself up for disaster. Oh. But then again, like even if he didn't disappear, he would have been. You know, so either way, Dr. Knobhead. (laughs) (laughs) He got a few odd jobs in between until in 1977, he got a job in a medical medical center. And this is where the police think he started the murdering spree there. So he actually was like a legit doctor for a while. Yeah. Like, how would you be? Like, he went to medical school. Like, are you joking me? Like, he moved again in 1992 to work at the surgery. And this is where it all kicks off and okay. begins. The, so, the surgery. The surgery. The we, surgery. Yeah, doesn't that just have a ring to it by itself? Mm. That's like a TV show name. The surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he would pronounce his patients dead and no one would question it. What actually happened is he'd give his victims a lethal dose of morphine during a house visit and go back when he believed they were dead. Oh, now, okay. Lads, imagine your nanny's going. Oh, I just have a, I just have a, a doctor's so appointment there. I have to go. Okay, bye, Nancy. In a while, doesn't see Nan in a while. 
<laughs> do you know what I mean like that's it like you're gone to your doctor's appointment that's it game over oh Jesus his victims were usually old women see I told you oh, who yeah. lived alone old nannies ah that's the old widows because he thought they were easy targets of course yeah. wouldn't you know yeah. always go for the somebody's the nan like yeah, yeah. But even though his victims were kind of middle-aged or old, they weren't sick enough at the time to actually die. So the families ended up getting suspicious, obviously, because like if you're if yeah. you're only going to the doctors with a cold there, do you know? Of and course. then just drops. Yeah, exactly. I don't know though, because like I'd get so suspicious. Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah, of course. Like, what's even more mad is that one of the victims had to change their will and make everything out to him so even the family didn't get anything ah, that's so the doctor got that's that isn't that the like the most will. that's like the most obvious thing ever to their family surely no yeah exactly yeah well exactly it was so obvious that that's why an investigation started into yeah. him then after that because do you know you think if you're a doctor people... you're a smart fucker like do you know like yeah. like you know usually serial killers not to, i'm sorry no to any serial killer that's listening i don't want to <laughs> paint you all with the same brush but usually serial killers are fucking idiots <laughs> yeah and this guy's a doctor yeah brains to burn like like really really smart and like at least cover up your like, tracks dumbass yeah. Dr. Dumbass. He's going to have so many doctor names at the end of this. So they had to take up her body and check out what she died from. Okay. It was found that she died from too much morphine and not natural causes. Like he, uh, on the death and certificate. And because he put natural causes oh, sure, on the death All they have to do is just do like a toxicology or obviously when the body is like more of a skeleton then you sure I don't know but I don't know. obviously they know what to do like yeah I and mean, like he wrote down that it was from natural causes like and imagine the family finding out that it was from an overdose of morphine like raging is an understatement yeah, right. oh. then there was a cab driver who weirdly ran errands for a lot of the shipment's victims and he told the police that one thing in common they had was, was the, the doctor, doctor yeah because the police mm. couldn't figure it out like yeah exactly he was formally arrested in 1998. So how old were we? Uh, I, was I was four and yeah, you were three. three. Oh my God, it's so weird. Six years after he got the job. Oh like, my God, six years he was doing it so, was, yeah, potentially. He was in... Imagine how many, I mean, imagine how many people died during this time. Like, like under his, like, whatever. Yeah, under his... Thing. The dead bodies of several of his patients were examined for morphine and police found data on his work computer was changed. So, there, what Dickhead. you said, he was smart, like, in the sense that he was changing things Smart for covering him. it up, but, like... Yeah, but not sh- smart enough. <laughs> you should have just you know? done it from the first place anyway, do you know what I mean? In 1999, he was found guilty in court and was given 15 life sentences plus four years for forgery. Oh, my maths is not that good now. What's life? What, 15 even, to 20, I think, in uh, yeah, England anyway? So. Yeah, Without parole, like that. definitely. And that's... How many years? 15 life sentences. Jesus. Whoa. What's that? My maths. I'm not 15 doing that. 15 multiplied by what? 15 to 20. Uh, oh, lads. I'm don't panicking. Ask me. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're just Let's move continuing. On. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on. It is officially believed he killed about. Now, do you want to actually take a guess of how many people do you think he killed? Oh. Go on. Give me a rough guess. Just oh. just throw a number at me. Well, you said hundreds at the start. I'm going to. Yeah. 140. No. Wrong. 215 people. But Fucking the police think that hell. it was like around 250. Like, that's a full. Like, like 205 zero. Like, that's a full, like, church. Yeah, like. Do you know what I mean? Like, lads, like, that's, imagine putting 250 people in a room together. Like, you can like imagine each how funeral, big that room is. Each funeral for them victims, the victims could probably fill the church for all the funerals. Journey. Yeah, I hope it didn't sound confusing there. Uh, no, that made sense. Whoa! In two thousand and four, he was found dead in his cell the day before his fifty eighth. Dead birthday. in his cell, he probably killed himself. Like, 
I don't know. It's just weird how he got away with it for so long. Yeah, Six years. Like being well, I know, a doctor, a doctor and killing people though. Like that is and then not honestly knowing. one of the scariest things for me, especially being sick and yeah, going to go a lot to of doctor appointments. I have a doctor's appointment on Wednesday, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, Literally at 10 o'clock in the morning. And what's, now I'm like, am I going to get he, morphined? He is the only one that knows how many he killed. He killed, yeah. And he's dead yeah. now, so we brought that with him to his he grave. Knows. Only he knows. Fucking hell. Yeah, that was a good story though. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really interesting, Harold especially Shipman. only being over in England. So, yeah, if anyone wants to listen to the full story of Harold Shipman, go have a Google off him. A uh, bit um, of a nut job, doesn't look very cool. He's got little jam jar glasses, bit of a creep. Like Wouldn't want him to be my doctor. Uh, Emily got an email this week from a listener, uh, Mary, or it's Mary Preston or Marie, Marie Preston. I know some people pronounce that as Mary. I'd say Marie. I'd say Marie as well. I'm just covering both of my tracks. <laughs> um, who says that she lived in a house in Essex, England with her husband and they had just moved in. Mm-hmm. They don't live there anymore though. Why? Because uh, it's haunted. Oh. They moved out 10 months Stop later. Now. Yeah, because it was so bad. She blamed her husband for turning the lights on and off in the hallway but things changed once the, to- once the shower started turning on <sighs> and off and the mm. toilet started flushing itself. That's nah. a big no-no. That's definitely a big I no-no. I would be out the gap. I would have ran. And I, a l- honestly, you would have seen me. Just, I would have been Usain Bolt out that road now and, and there's no way I would have been sleeping in that house. Like, if a shower's turning on by itself, key to me. And the toilet flushing. And like, <laughs> like no. I know, I'd be like, oh, Emily, chill out, it's plumbing. And there's a load of uh, other weird stuff going on. But when they moved out, they found that, that a 67-year-old woman killed her husband with a bread knife. Uh, oh, my God. In there, yeah. And it's like our story, our first one, when your man was going to get his breakfast in the morning and he had a bread knife. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's in Essex. Essex. Oh, my God. And she only got three years in jail. Yes, she's fucking out. Whoa. So she's definitely like, oh, I want to return to the house. Uh-oh. Oh, Marie, glad you got out of there. Thanks, Marie, for sending that in. Uh, anyone yeah, else Marie. that actually, anyone that has, this is kind of a new thing that I think we'll add into this little part yeah. because serial killers are spooky. You know, that's a spooky, haunted shit. If anyone can send in, you know, haunted house or spooky stories. Or even stories. like, um, you know, some people have like haunted dolls, like yeah, Annabelle creepy shit. and all that kind Just of stuff. Just creepy in I general. I actually know one of my friends growing up through the years, Shauna Farsiki, and knows Shauna really well. Where Shauna lives in Waterford in this estate, the whole housing estate was built um, on top like the houses were built on top of graves from years ago and like I'm not joking when I say Shauna and some other people that live in that park like they see ghosts and shit like I'm uh, not joking I know it sounds so dumb but like I know no thanks I believe people when like it's like people I know who tell me these things and I'm like oh my god stop you know what I mean I don't believe it until I see it but like if it's someone who I know I'm like and that's yeah. just here so imagine what it is worldwide so if anyone can send in an email to the Keen and Emily show at gmail.com with all your spooky shit that would be great. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We hope you're enjoying your flight so far with the Keen and Emily Show Airlines. Uh, prepare yourself for a bit of turbulence as we are in the travel segment where Keen and Emily talk about things that they've done abroad. Okay, we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. Goodbye, folks. We're going on our travels again, and we're going. Uh, we're go- we're traveling to the first ever place that we ever traveled together. Yeah, oh first holiday God. together. We our went first little date on a plane together, and it was all the way to Paris. Paris. I was. Shitting. How long was that flight actually? Ah, like an hour and a bit. Yeah, not bad. It was actually so convenient. Oh my God, do you remember when we got on that plane and the air hostess was like, oh my God, key and two me from the videos and she gave us a salt and pepper shaker. 
and wine <laughs> and the champagne and Pringles and then <laughs> I put it up on Twitter and I was like this is the best ever and then yeah. she got called in for a HR meeting why? because she wasn't supposed to give us free champagne I imagine oh like, she, I don't know if we got her fired no 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 she DM'd me after that and she was like I got a little bit in trouble but yeah. it wasn't like too bad Oh, sorry. I feel to so the, bad I can't for remember her, her name. I'm I can't so either. sorry. It was like t- five years ago. <laughs> but yeah, we booked her first. Well, I booked it because Emily was up in bed and I had this really weird impulsive thing. I was like, we need to go on a holiday. It was for our first year anniversary, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, like the present. It was, we didn't go there on our anniversary. We The, well, the I, present I, I, was. Get, I, the present was Paris. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was shitting myself because I just never booked a holiday on my own before. It was either my mother or if we went with friends, it was one of the other people never me and I booked it and I was like oh shit it's done and I booked the hotel uh, did you like the hotel babe lads when I okay right I'm not that picky I'm happy with a clean bed usually you know like just, but Jesus Mary and Joseph, I made some to, mistake this hotel we walked in lads and it was just a tiny box room with like one t- tiny little telly and no and two bath single in beds it. two single beds he booked on our first For year our anniversary, anniversary. <laughs> two single beds that we tried the, to push them together and the walls were neon green yeah they were so gross it was so gross like the but whole room was neon like it's so funny because like, now we have it to look back on and be like that was the worst thing we've like, ever done it was done. such a ch- it was such a weird room I was expecting Philip Schofield to come out of the toilet and host <laughs> his new game show in it that's why <laughs> it looked like the cube it was yeah, such it was so, a weird yeah. and I remember we were starving and we were too anxious to go out and get food and stuff we were like not just after once, arriving not once did we go to a Eat restaurant it. in Paris not once we ate chicken and stuffing sandwiches you ate chicken and stuffing sandwiches I had cheese sandwiches for the for the whole t- what were we doing and them sandwiches though I missed them they we really them. had to learn we didn't know what we were doing like, like we were we it was were our first time in a foreign country anxious. together like we were big bold adults out, out in the world yeah, you know we were it's, babies. Like, it's like if we disappear we right 19. now that's on us I was, I was 19 you were 20 is that all? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, we were little babies. It was so young. Parents, so like. yeah, we got the we got the the poor flight attendant in trouble. We apologize. Uh, first thing we did, we landed though. Obviously, we had to find. See, we it was so hard to find people that spoke English. Oh yeah, I was struggling a half. And I was like, we were staying yeah. in Bastille, Bastille, and I was like, where's Bastille? Like Bastille the where's Bastille? Band. You know, like the if you close your eyes. <laughs> And uh, he was like, no, 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 not Bastille, Bastille. Oh. I was like, okay, sorry, where's Bastille? <laughs> and we eventually got to it and, you know, checked in and then went straight to Disneyland. Yeah, boy. So we no, were like, fuck no this. No waiting around on that shit now, lads. So, but, but my card wouldn't work internationally, my, my debit card. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't work in ATMs, which was a holy disaster. Yeah, absolutely. Because we didn't bring cash. <laughs> but... Yeah. The most random thing ever happened. A guy, a, just a random French guy came over to us and he's like, uh, have you a problem? And <laughs> he us, was working there. Us now, being obviously. very naive, like he could have been a scammer for all we know. He could have been ready to rob us. I was like, yeah, my car doesn't work. And he's like, how much do you need? And I was like, 80. I was like, for the train. And he bought us the two train tickets. And he's like, uh, go, go buy a Coke somewhere and then get the change and come back. And he had a lot of trust in us. Yeah, he did, in fairness. We were He's running legend, around the yeah. mid- opera. It was opera where we were. That was the train station. I don't know we how were. you remember that. I don't now. know how I remember it either because yeah. it was so <laughs> fucking scary. 
But then we, we eventually, we got to Disneyland Paris. And it was the best experience. It was my first time ever going to any Disneyland. And me, like, me too. Yeah. Was, we um, lost our virginity at the same time. It was, was it just at, was it Christmas time or was it the Halloween time? Was it the pumpkins they had then? It was November. Oh, was it? Yeah. I am. Um, oh my God, guys. I remember like just walking in through there and like they a just, big lump in my throat. And I was like, you, oh you my started God. crying. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they had the Christmas trees up. Yeah. And I and was like, was... I never thought I'd get to see Disneyland at Christmas time. Because I was like, always oh, the thing I wanted to do growing up through the years is go to Disneyland. And but then I started up, we welling up. Like, I was in a position to go to Disneyland. So we never went on holidays growing up. And then I was looking at Emily and I was like, seeing her getting welled up and then I started welling up I was like oh Jesus I did this for her yeah, look how happy this so is now sweet. it was just the sweetest it was class and I love we Disneyland even though it's over it is hyped it's hyped it's yeah it's busy um, but <clears throat> we went to we Space Mountain first um, yeah that was terrifying yeah. see what I don't like with Disneyland is all the roller coasters you know when you go to a traditional fun park or whatever you want to call it yeah. all the roller coasters are outdoors mm. and you can enjoy everything outdoors whereas when you go to the ones in Disneyland you're in a dark room where you don't know what's going on and it's just a load of lights and you mm-hmm. feel like you're tripping yeah. out. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, I, I actually, like you're you flinching at the, the darkness. <laughs> so scary. It's the weirdest. And yeah, we, again, we didn't eat anywhere because it was, it was actually fucking expensive. But we well, did eat when we were in Disneyland. We Remember did, oh, you yeah. seeing them people with them turkey legs? Yeah, that was America yeah. and, oh, yeah, and, and there as well. Ting. Yeah. Oh my oh God, my the God. turkey leg. <laughs> but it actually had imprinted little Mickey's ears. And on it, like I love that. You know, when you go around Disneyland, like, and you pick up anything, like a it's cookie, just whatever, Mickey. it's just Mickey, Mickey, everything. Um, then we went to Eiffel Tower. We did. That was cool. I have a little video there. I'll post that on my Instagram story so you can all see it. It's one of my first posts, to be honest, when I first started off my Instagram page. And it's a, down there at the very end. A top, top tip for anyone that's going to the Eiffel Tower: if anyone approaches you and says, "Do you speak English?" Mm. Don't worry. You are actually you just ignore them. Just walk away. Because they are there to scam you. We yeah. we learned that off of one of my followers before we went. And there's a lot of fake charity collectors there. Yeah. So you'll often find 10 or more scam artists and they're working mm-hmm. the crowd at the same time. And the approach is very simple. They'll come up to you with a clipboard. They'll ask you, do you speak English? Future Like with photocopy logos of like legitimate charities and stuff. And the, they, they kind of ask for your most favoured charity and who you'd want to go for. And then, as soon as you give money, they'll just take it. And that's just like me at Justin Bieber concert that time when your man was like, "I have yep. a daughter who loves Bieber," and I yep. was like, "Do you? Yeah, here's a ticket for nothing." So there's people and around. I got there's people in Paris going, "I have a charity that <laughs> needs a, a Justin Bieber ticket." <laughs> <laughs> so ign- ignore all them, all right? Don't go near them. Uh, stay away. They'll, they're trying to steal your money. Excuse me, do you speak English? I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I've been warned about you. Yeah, bye, no, bitch. No, no, je ne parle pas l'anglais. Bye, bitch. Je bye, parle français. <laughs> um, so when we, when we went to the Eiffel Tower, we had all intentions of going up to the top, but mm. there was thousands of people there. So many people, and just jammers, of course. What do you expect? We were those, not going like, to walk the steps. A monumental, histor- yes, historic... It's the Eiffel his- Tower. Well, like, what's the, historical, historic. A historical monument. There you go, that's the A one. landmark. Yeah, like, exactly. It's bound to be absolutely jammers galore. It's I think it was, nearly, it was nearly cooler being under it. Yeah, we lost the ass pictures. Because you're looking up, like, and it's like, whoa, that's big. Yeah. It's like, you feel like an ant. It's one of them things where you actually feel like an ant. It was really, really cool, though. I was so happy that I got to see the Eiffel Tower, like, because that's something that, it's you iconic. know, you want to t- take off your bucket list. And we found it very easily. You know why? Because it, it's, it's so big. big. You couldn't miss yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> just walked towards it. <laughs> 
No, this part was this part is a bit of a this is dull. This was a really yes. scary part of our of our journey. Um, so yeah. we 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 returned home and we we were staying in Bastille and if anyone is is it, if familiar. anyone it, Bastille is familiar because that's where the terrorist attacks happened. The the 130 victims were they were killed. And it was the day after we left. left yeah. And our hotel was two doors down from the Bataclan, where they were shot. And we walked past that every day. And I remember we got home and we went into my mum and my mum was watching it on the news. Yeah. And it was like... It was literally where we were. It, it was, was like I had things, I had things on my camera roll and it was the same spot. spot and it was so scary. And, and it's, obviously it, the place went on lockdown after it as well. So like even if we did stay for that extra day. And got we would have been like, like we're so blessed. Yeah, we, were we so, are so, so blessed. blessed. We yeah. would have been in the middle of that. Of that, yeah. Like, we would have been in the I middle of it. I never forget that feeling goosebumps of hearing about it. it and like the heaviness of my chest. I was like, holy. I actually have goosebumps. Like fuck. we would have been in that. As in involved in it, like yeah, we police everywhere. In, yeah. We would have been evacuated. We would have been whatever. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so grateful that we got to go home the day before because that I just wouldn't have wanted to have lived through that yeah, thing. Because totally. fuck that. Yeah, but to finish scary. on a light. Note, you have to finish on a light note. We will though. go back and go back to the Louvre. We, Louvre. we need to go. Like one thing, we just needed to mention that part because that was such a big part of the holiday. Yeah, uh, that it freaked us so out. So freaky, like, and we. But yeah, we will go back because we never went to the Louvre and I never want, I never got to see the Mona Lisa and that pissed me off because I yeah. wanted to see the Mona Lisa and especially since Jay-Z and Beyonce when they did the characters music video in there. Yeah, we could so absolutely remake it. Wherever Beyonce just stood and just breathed the same air that Beyonce once. And you know when all the dancers breathed, are on the steps. Breathed? Breathed. Breathed. Is that correct? I don't know. The air Beyonce once breathed. Imagine yeah. how much it was to rent out the Louvre. Oh my God. It's Beyonce money, exactly, isn't it? Exactly, that's what I was just going to say, hon. It's Beyonce, Beyonce level money and Jay-Z level money. B. Like, Queen B. Step my money fast. Oh. <laughs> she wants her, give me my equity. She know, she makes she know, on this. On this dick. I can't say that word. Well, I just did. Guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. It's we the really end, hope you enjoy. The end of episode eight. Look Jesus. at us. And, and we're going to keep we telling you and we're going to keep counting it every <laughs> single time just to remind you because we need to be reminded too uh, you know? um, don't forget to subscribe to us on Acast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and if you can please give us a review as well they mean a whole lot to us we love yeah, reading boy. them and it's lovely to hear what parts of the episodes you've enjoyed and all that stuff so mm-hmm. it's lovely to hear that from me and I send us pictures of your dogs of your dogs <laughs> yeah because we like that follow yeah send us actually send pictures of your dogs on your social medias we're at uh, we're going to rate your dogs Mr. Keen Toomey <laughs> and Emily Rochford go for it on Instagram I suppose we'll be Insta back it. we'll be back next Wednesday with a, with brand, a brand new, new episode. episode and stay tuned it's the Keen and Emily show Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.